his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. It's 9.30 in 716. A white-hot real estate market in Buffalo and western New York. So I think it's going to be this way for a while. But... They're making scary decisions because they don't have a chance to go through the house again the second time. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. So the good news is if you're selling a house in the area, you'll spend some time sorting through the offers. As you'll hear in some cases, multiple and dozens of offers. But the flip side is, of course... If you're on the buying side of the deal, you'll spend your time rushing to be the first or at least the best offer on the table. Two expert voices to help us navigate the seller's market like no other that we seem to be amidst. It's very tough. Our whole market has changed. Sharon Simonelli is the president of the Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors and aired her sense of frustration and optimism with Susan Rose and Brian Mazurowski. We used to take our clients out during the week after they're working their schedule, and now we're not showing homes during the week anymore. All All houses are starting at open homes. So I was out with my clients yesterday. It's shoulder to shoulder. We are now taking our clients through houses that are open. And then they're they're selling right away? People. Oh, yeah. As soon as you take them through the open house, it stays right on our MLS. All offers will be presented on either Tuesday or Wednesday at a certain time. So people are really forced into making quick split-second decisions almost. They're making scary decisions because they don't have a chance to go through the house again the second time. Once they get to a point where they're, you know, losing five, six, seven, eight times, now they're going in with no home inspections. Uh, the market, we're, I'm looking at probably 10 or 12 buyers every time one house goes on the market. So then this leads to bidding wars, right? And then prices going above the asking price? Absolutely. The bidding, that's why I said all offers have to be in at a certain time. The agent will sit with the seller, this listing agent will sit with their seller and present maybe 10. I've seen one offer, one had 29 offers on it. Wow, that's uh, incredible. Has the Buffalo market ever been hot like this before, and what's the reason for it? The reason is we're not creating any new inventory. The market was like, not like this, I've never seen it. This has been, this is my 32nd year in real estate. In the early 80s, middle 80s, we had a seller's market like this, but nowhere near, nowhere near this way. Well, does it mean that people are just deciding not to move or they just want to stay in their homes longer? What do you see there? Uh, two people, two, two different things. When you have, well, just an example, you have five houses for sale. Those five people, nine times out of ten in this market, are buying another house. So you're not creating a new piece of inventory for someone coming into the market to buy. 
one sells, one buys. So you don't, you're not getting that. New construction has not caught up. Millennials, they never expected the millennials to buy like they are. They expected them to be in the downtown areas you know, to rent. The millennials don't want to do that. They're all trying to buy. So what are you telling people looking to buy? Are there any tips that, you know, come in handy when the market's like this? There really isn't. It's like you just have to keep them encouraged that, you know, you will get one. It seems like this time of the year, April, May, you know, March, April, May, these are the worst months, the absolute worst months because everybody wants to get out in spring. The baby boomers aren't selling because their families have been dispersed, so they're keeping their houses. When they come back to visit with the grandchildren, they're keeping their bigger houses. So we see it slow down a little bit, July, August. Sometimes that's the better chance to get a home. There might only be two or three offers instead of 10 or 11. Wow. Sharon, is this just happening in Buffalo, or is this what's happening elsewhere, too? I do believe it's happening elsewhere, but not to this degree. Um, I don't have the stats on that. But Buffalo, they expect, well, it has to be happening across the country, but I don't believe to this degree. When I checked with uh, our National Association of Realtors, Chief Economist Lawrence Yoon, he expects this to continue like this for the rest of the year and for next year. Now, when you're looking at Western New York, what are some of the hottest markets where everybody's looking right now, and what are some of the markets that you might tell people looking for homes that, hey, you might want to look over here instead because you might get a better value or it's not quite as crowded? There is no place that's not as crowded. It's happening everywhere. You're not going to get a better value. It's worse in the North Buffalo area. That seems to be the hottest market. But again, I was in an open house yesterday in a house that should have had maybe two or three people through it, through a normal open house, and you couldn't even get upstairs. And this was in Getzville. Wow, that is, that's amazing. It's, it's unbelievable that we're showing our clients' houses during open houses. Well, first quarter, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's brisk, um, but we, we kind of mirror the national um, trend of, of low inventory. And, of course, that's driving prices up. With inventory dwindling, WBEN's Tom Puckett checking in with Hunt Real Estate's Peter Scarcello on the issue. I think what we find is that in key markets, um, like Elmwood, the Elmwood uh, Strip, the Kinley Parkway in South Buffalo, uh, the villages that have walkable uh, communities, those, those, are, those are key markets where um, we see multiple offers, and it, and it drives the obviously drives the average sale price up. And that's that's not a, that's not a market wide um, thing. It's just those key areas that are kind of driving prices up. How tough is it for someone who wants to buy a home and get it for a, a lower price? Well, again, it depends on where it is. If it's in one of the key markets, it, it's virtually impossible. Um, and I guess there's a couple of dynamics that are going on um, right now, and one of them is that there, there are people out there that want to move up and they want to, they want to buy a house, but they have a house to sell. And they can't compete in this marketplace if, they, if they're going to be a contingent buyer. They've got to get their home sold first. And a lot of people are apprehensive about selling their home first because they don't have anywhere to go. 
Um, so that I think that's that's the key to the market right now because those people would put their house on the market. We we have a buyer for it, but they don't have anywhere to go, and they can't find the house. You know, they can't find the house because they they've got to sell theirs first. And then the other the other dynamic, another one is is downsizing. Um, people that are looking to you know get a, get out of a four bedroom two and a half bath home, they want to buy something smaller. And when they find out that in a lot of cases downsizing is going to be more expensive. Than hanging on to their current residence, you know they want to go into a patio home. Well, okay, they can sell their house for, you know, three to three fifty, but a patio home is going to run them four to four to five hundred thousand dollars. So people are continuing to, they continue to stay in the current residence, and uh, and they don't downsize. And those are, you know, those would be, uh, were things that, that people would buy, but they're going to they're going to uh, stay put. Speaking of prices. Um... The average price for a home, how is it uh, today compared to, say, a year ago? Uh, on the quarter, it went from, and I, you can, I don't know if you know this or not, but you can go to the Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors site, and they, they published the recent housing stats. So for the first quarter um, of this year, it's a 12, it's uh, almost a 13% increase year over year. It went from 142 to 160,000. And in the month of March, it went from, the average sale price went from 146 to 160, so it was a 9% increase on the month, but it's almost 13% on the year. Median sale price went up as well. It went from 124 to 135. And then um, listings, new listings are down uh, almost 15% uh, year over year from 3,500, almost 3,600 to down to a little over 3,000. And on the month of March, they were down 13%. And again, I think you'll find that's a national trend on inventory. And again, a lot of people... You know, going back to 2008, 2008, when things kind of crashed, a lot of people went underwater um, on their homes. And now that's, that's starting to catch up where they're starting to gain some equity. But the other, the other um, dynamic is a lot of, a lot of people are in, in their homes and whether it was a refinance or a purchase, they're in interest rates, you know, some of have a three and a half percent raise. And then to, to move up, you know, with, with a, and go into a four and a half or five, five percent mortgage, they're increasing their costs, and they're just, they don't want to do it. They're going to stay where they are. All right, and uh, with that inventory suppressed, it sounds like uh, it is right now a seller's market for those who are ready, willing, and able to sell. For, and first-time buyers, um, another dynamic first-time buyers in the marketplace, a lot of them are using, you know, they don't have, they don't have a lot of uh, money saved up, so they've got to use FHA financing, and they may look to the seller for, assistance with seller concessions where the seller would pay part of their closing costs. But as they get into this, into a, a, an active market, they're actually, um, they're disadvantaged by their, their financing. So for a first-time buyer, it's critical that they get their, you know, get pre-committed, not pre-qualified, but actually get a mortgage commitment, get pre-committed, and then, and then go into the marketplace. And there's frustration there is, is these first-time home buyers, you know, trying to buy, they're competing with other buyers, and they're losing out, and it gets frustrating. And one of the things that happens is they go to the sidelines, and I say, you know what, I can't, I can't buy a house, and I'm getting beat by other buyers. Um, I'm just going to go to the sidelines and wait till the market um, softens, and I can, I can get, I can go back out and, and find a house. Um, but we've been in this, we've been in this now for a few years. Um, you know, I think as as long as rates remain, you know, five and, and, and below. I think we're going to continue to, to, to see this activity. But I, I do believe that once, once it, you know, rates start to inch, you know, if they go to 
five and, and head towards six percent, uh, that'll have that'll have an impact on the market. Uh, from an affordability affordability standpoint, that's gone down a little bit because interest rates have risen over the last uh, couple of months. So the affordability index has gone down as well, and that impacts first-time home buyers more so than, than other buyers. For for people that want to be, that want to sell their house and move up, and it requires a lot of patience. But you know, my advice in those situations, you know, once you once you make a commitment to sell, you know, sell the house, and, and you know, a lot of people are going into uh, short-term rentals um, until they can find something. They get their house sold. They know exactly how much money they're going to have to work with. They get pre-committed, and, and really, they, they enter the market as a, a strong buyer with no no home to sell. And they, um, you know, they're going to they're going to win out over over other buyers. So I think that's that's the key. I mean, there's also you know there's different ways to skin the cat, so to speak. And some sellers will say, well, I'm going to sell my house to you, but you know, I want I want a reverse contingency where I want to I want to be able to, to find something. And those things will work out from time to time, but my experience has been that they, they generally don't. And, and they're just good. All, the only, one of the things is, this has done, it's caused a lot of frustration in the marketplace um, for realtors as well. Not only buyers and sellers, but, but realtors. And, you know, the other thing I, I would caution, and obviously it's self-serving, I'm in the business, um, but, you know, anybody that wants to sell their house on their own, Really, good luck. I mean, it, it's it's so difficult and so complicated today, and it may it may look easy, but you're dealing with you're dealing with home inspections where you're going to have to renegotiate your deal. You're dealing with appraisers where you where you may have to renegotiate if the house doesn't appraise out. Uh, you deal with a final inspection. There, there's all kinds of roadblocks to a real estate transaction, and, and I get it where people want to sell their home and and uh, maybe and, and try to save money. I, I understand that, but you know, with this with this market, it's it's just become more and more um, complicated. And, and I would stress, if you're thinking of selling your house, call a realtor and, and you know get that opinion. And we're we're experts in, in the marketplace, and you know, seek seek out advice. That's that's my uh, that's my recommendation. So I think it's going to be this way for a while. Um, but again, if interest rates start to to creep up, it could change a little bit. But you know we're not hearing that rates are going to spike uh, to a point where it's going to um, soften the market. So, yeah. Here's to hoping you're on the selling side of the equation. Back tomorrow. That's nine thirty in seven one six. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.